Welcome to Weightlifting Chatter episode... What'd you call it? Wait, oh shoot. Jesus, Weightlifting Meat, Chatter, wow. Meathead Chatter. Well, I was just talking to John North the other day and he's got weightlifting talks. So that was in my well, brain, so. I was just thinking, wow, you've completely gone from a meathead and a strongman and a powerlifter to <laughs> an Olympic weightlifter based off of our conversations <laughs> last week. Oh man. Yeah, it took we 10 have, minutes. We're rerunning the whole show. Right. We're we only talk to- about snatches and cleaning jerks. Man, we can talk about snatches all you want, buddy. That's my, uh, I'm, I'm all about talking about snatches. Mm. That joke. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Hey, where's the, where's the crickets one? You know, um, you well, know. so right now the uh, intro is still playing. You have to wait 18 seconds. And oh, then, I, I and didn't then know that. And then it'll be clear because look, it's still going. That's oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's how it goes. Well, that's good Well, hey, know. welcome to Meathead Chatter episode 9, 10? We are on 9. Last nine? week was the Ocho. Last week was a good one. That one was really good. That's it was a long one so far, but it was good. Definitely we worth it. Covered time. a lot of ground. You know, post-apocalyptic strategies. Uh, uh, we bitched about politics, and we, we talked we, about movies and lifts. Yeah, we we, we talked about, a lot of ground. We talked about um the, talked about me not squatting ever again. Yeah, and then we talked <laughs> about what was that? Um, the what if Marvel? I oh man, I haven't watched anything good this week. Have you watched anything good this week? I know so, you, you remember I you said you've been watching the week. matinee. You've been going to the matinees. Well, so I realized that um, as cheap as matinees are, red boxes are cheaper, and I've missed some movies over the past <laughs> amount of time. So I watched I watched two of them. Uh, I watched Mortal Kombat, and it was uh, as expected. <laughs> what, what do you mean as expected? I thought it was phenomenal. It was it was good, but it was exactly what you would expect a Mortal Kombat movie to be, which is why I liked it. Yeah, it was it was a but, fun fun but, action movie. But the thing I liked about that movie was because um, I saw the old ones too. The old ones were just they were they were so lazy. They were so nineties. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah, feels nineties cheesy. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh, oh those were those were so bad. I really liked Kano in this one. He Kano was, was cool. Um, and I watched Wrath of Man, which was a Jason Statham action. It, it was actually it was actually kind of cool. Um, he he, it kind of starts in the middle, kind of like Pulp Fiction. It jumps around a little bit, but basically he's he's working at an armored car uh, service to try to like find the people who like killed his family because they were robbing an armored car when it happened, and his kid got shot. While he was there, so he took an armored car job to basically try to get them to rob his armored car so he could get them. Hmm. It's pretty good. It's, it, no, that sounds interesting. Actually, I don't. And I don't think that gives a ton away. Plus, it's like an, it, it came out like last year. So if y'all didn't see it, I feel like things that are like a year old, you don't need to spoiler alert shit. Right. Oh, yeah. No. If you, if if something's over a year old and you give a spoiler alert, or you're you're like triggered because you haven't seen a movie and you got you've had a full calendar year. What are you doing, man? How many damn movies well, you watch? And if this is like four years down the road, and we're on episode like two hundred, and and you're trying to catch up, so you're you know you're going into the deep tracks and catching up, starting at one, and and you're on nine oh, and you still haven't seen it. It's like five years old at this point, so I really don't feel bad about it. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, no, <laughs> no, yeah, no. I guess that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, I would. No, never feel bad. Oh man, so we had we, a busy had a day, day today. Oh my god! We, I had a busy day. You had pretty. Yeah. Good, you had a pretty busy day. Uh, we had a meet. We uh, we we hosted our first meet up here in Lafayette. Yeah, helped, host, ho- helped fearless host. fitness hosted their first meet, and uh, we helped out a fair amount. I had uh, a lifter lifting in it. 
So it was good. Yeah, she, I didn't uh, know she was lifting it. That was yeah, so Brittany, she I, I programmed for her in the past, and uh, she's actually prepping for this all girl meet in December out in Ohio, which is was her first meet last year. Yeah, I remember um, that one. She did pretty good. Yeah, and and she's 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 interesting. So like she's new enough that she doesn't quite like if if we're going for like an RP nine. Like, it feels hard to her, but, like, when you watch it, you're like, that's probably, like, an RP7. So, like, she hasn't really, like, she's she's missed lifts before, and she missed a lift here in the meet today. But it's not like she grinds it and misses it. It's just, it's there or it's not, and if it's there, it looks like an RP7, and if it's not, it, like, doesn't move. I don't know, man. I, so, <laughs> so, I feel like as she gets a little more seasoned, um we'll really kind of find what she's capable right. of, you know? And I feel like with a lot of, or at least, and this is my experience and what I've seen with a lot of like beginner intermediate female lifters, that seems to be the case. There's not a lot of grind. It's either yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I will say this, like she is like a very explosive lifter. She is strong. And, and uh, when it's like, she's strong, but like she's, she's like peppy when she lifts too. And um, with those people, it really is like it looks effortless or it just doesn't move. But I feel like over the next year or so, we'll really figure out if she's truly an explosive lifter or if, or if she just doesn't know what that grinding feels like yet too. Yeah. That um, there it, was it could be either. So today. we'll see. We'll see. I mean, if you want to know what a grind is, oh man, I can't remember. So there were some older guys that were lifting in this meet. Yeah. And I love, I always love to see a meet with older guys just because you know, I like seeing the age. You know, they've been around, the <clears throat> been around the meet or the lifting for a while. So that dude, uh, he's like a professor or something at Purdue or in charge of something at mm-hmm. Purdue. Eric was his name. Yeah, I was joking with with Ellen earlier. I was like, there was a dude there. I'm like, and I don't know how old he is. So I'm gonna feel bad if I say 15. He's like 45. But it, I, I mean, he was in Masters, it, so he's over 40. But I mean, he he looked a little older than like 40. Like I, I'm thinking probably like. I think they were all in their early 50s. to mid fifties, and and I was like, yeah, when Preston's fifty, he's gonna be this guy because he was. Oh he man, was, he was he was intense. He was like a a stomper coming up to the deadlift in the squat, and he was like yep. a, like a real aggressive kind of ah, get your position on the bench, and he was yeah. just very intense. And I've said this so many times, like I wish. I wish I could be that lifter because I think it looks more fun. But I suck when whenever I. Like, I am the most chill lifter you will ever see when I compete. After the lift, you might get, like, a fist pump, but that's about it. Because I, if I get hyped, like, I just can't do shit, and it pisses me off. I think it's so funny that you're like that, too, and you, you, you crave that. You want to get all hyped up. and Because I, I remember at that meet um, that where I did bad, yeah. um, I tried to be a chill lifter. I tried to, like, do yeah. the chill thing. You just I are you aren't do that. No, um, Preston sucks I, when he is like the calm before the storm. Yeah. He just has to be the storm. And I'm like, I have to be the eye of the hurricane or I'm just awful. Well, so, yeah, the way I always have like in the past, if you want to co- equate it to a storm, is it's very like explosive, like out of control in my brain. And then. Yeah, you go I, fucking crazy. Yeah, I do. And then there's like before I touch anything, uh, like I'll get on the platform unhinged is all hell. And then. Like I'll get just as soon as I get ready to touch the bar, I will like, I've I've gotten better at it and I'm getting pretty good at it. Is, um, I just kind of like, um, come back to reality and I remember to like center myself, and calm myself and remember my cues, and then it's right back to fucking. Dude, I was joking. Case. I was like, when I like going to meets and watching you lift, 
I do not like going to meets and coaching you. I'm like, I don't even know how to coach someone that's getting this fucking crazy, but I love watching it, you know? Right. Um, but, I mean, shoot, by that time at the meet, like, as long as we're picking our attempts and not being idiots about it, like, honestly, it's not like you need a ton of coaching anyway. You just go out there and do your thing, and it right. works. <clears throat> Every um, once in a while, I need, like, a cue. I mean, so, like, we lifted out of the mono. Yeah. And I had to forget. I forgot that I had to move my feet forward, so I needed that cue. Yep. But, yeah, I don't – I need someone to pick – I don't like to brain – no, on meet day because no. I generally pick wrong. It's just time to go. Yeah, yeah. I I, I need a handler totally to me. I will give I will give one more shout out for Brittany, my athlete that uh, that lifted at this meet. She uh, so this was like a pretty short prep. It was only like a six ish week prep for. Oh really? That was yeah fast. yeah good for her. So though. she uh, meet PR'd her squat. And her deadlift and maybe her bench, but I forget. I feel like she definitely meet PR'd her total, her squat, and her deadlift. But then she like PR PR'd her deadlift, like all time PR'd her deadlift. Good deal. Um, and and the squat too, like she took a little more conservative jump than we were thinking. Um, and I mean she went eight for nine, so she had, she had a good meet. And honestly, I think that was looking back, we probably could have taken like the bigger jumps on the squats that we were planning on it, but her opener was a little funky because she wasn't used to the monolift. Right. Um, but man, her second flew, so I was like, damn it. But I was loading, so I couldn't even really like coach right. it, and tough. be there it's a whole lot for her. So you know, and I um but, man, I told, yeah, she did good. I told the athletes that I was gonna try and slow it down because we were uh, we, we were pumped. We were through the first flight of squats in thirty minutes and I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's too fast. We were we were done with bench before noon. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean that's the fastest meet yeah. I've ever I've ever been to. Well, and it was it was it, so it was this, a huge meet. This meet was cool. It was like about twenty people, right? Which is a great first timer meet, right? Like you don't have to spend ten hours there. You, honestly, shit, I wish it was more profitable for them to do that because I would love to go to twenty person meets. I, that's, oh my that's gosh, all I would do. Meets Could you imagine? Are so much better because yeah, you go to a you go to you a forty two hundred person meet and you're there all yeah. You don't have to day. stay amped for eight hours, like right? Like there was ugh. no. I would have to rechange how I how I how I how I uh, navigate through the meat day, right? Like, yeah, for like, sure. like, like, truthfully, sure. because I have my calorie, my calories are 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 set to be, you know, I take in, I eat right after I squat because I, if I eat after I bench, I, I'm not going to be utilizing those calories. The same. Right, right. So, like <laughs> on this on a meat day like this, you I probably don't know. just need like one shake. After like after like, yeah. after thirds on bench and you'd be good, right? <laughs> like like a shake, yeah, exactly, like a shake. Whereas like. I do full meal, like you know, yeah, whatever you want to call hours, a meal. You got to get food right. in. Yeah, so I I don't know how I would do that. I don't uh, know if I would like it that fast, actually. So, so the thing was cool about this meet, like it was it was a first time meet for for the gym hosting it. So twenty person meet was cool because it wasn't like super cumbersome for them. So let them kind of get their feet wet on how to roll with the meat. Um, and then we had a bunch of new lifters, but we had some good lifters too. When you were looking at when uh, they were looking at like best lifters and stuff like that, yeah, we, there were some we huge had, Wilks. We had a number of four hundred plus Wilks, which I mean, they ain't breaking any records, but like that's strong. Yeah, and they no, use, I mean, they that's use Wilks, really good. So like, I'm familiar with those numbers. I don't know how to do dots yet, so, but um, <laughs> and then we even had a dude over five hundred Wilks, which uh, is. Yeah, it was. Which is awesome. Yeah, God, what was it? It was like 520 or 5, it was like 540 something. Yeah, like I think my best Wilkes, just for reference, is like 467. Yeah, mine is like 475 yeah. or something. And yeah. I'm, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm chasing a 500 Wilkes. I'd love that. Damn it, yours is bigger. That's what she said. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that one did not <laughs> land. That was a bad, that's what she said joke. That's um, all right. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's okay. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I, I haven't, I'm chasing a 500 Wilkes. And then when I heard, uh, um, Cody Robbins, the, the guy who was kind of running everything, uh, by the way, if you ever want to have a good guy run, run a meet well, he's the, he's your guy. Cody's the dude, man. He's run so many different feds here in Indiana. He did USPA for a while. He's doing USPC right now. Um, yeah, he, um, he did a, he basically facilitated an entire expo, fitness expo right. at, um, up in Fort Wayne, Indiana, 2020. Just yeah, before yeah. the like co- the day the, before they shut everything they, down. Oh yeah, you were you and I were both at that meet. Yeah, you, you competed passed, in the strongman, and I yeah, did, and, and you I passed, passed out, out deadlifting. And I kept the camera rolling like you're supposed to. Add a boy. Always record the pass out. There are spotters there to save them. Yeah, you can't do shit from the audience. Just keep yeah. that rolling. Um, yeah. So yeah, he did that, and then he did. He's doing. Did did I hear him right? You because I know you guys were talking. And I had to go to work on Friday. Did are, did he say that there is the chance that there might be another expo in April this coming? Yes. Year? So they're definitely uh, him and Christina, Christina Bangma, who has a gym and one of the best, one of the best Huntington, light, lightweight right? strongman, strong woman, strong women that compete in strongman in the world. Um, she's up here in Huntington, Indiana, um, and they had the expo I think in Fort Wayne yeah. last year, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so Cody will be involved with the powerlifting side. He's kind of organizing all of it. She's probably going to run the strongman side. There's going to be like boxing. There's going to be a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, be cool. it's going to be this. Pre- it's going to be a. You remember last week? I said, "Hey, do you think this is opening the door for a new expo?" I mean, they're putting it in. Oh, yeah. They're putting it in. Uh, uh, God, what is it? They're at the Coliseum. So, for those of you who don't know what the Coliseum is, it's this pretty, pretty healthy expo that we have in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, they do a lot of, uh, concerts there. Um, a lot of, they, I think last year they had like a, some sort of agriculture convention going on. Wow. We had this fitness expo. (laughs) So like the space is there. Hey, maybe, maybe we got an opportunity. Yeah, it, it could be cool. Um, Plus, Indiana's way cooler than Ohio. It, and I will say, we're definitely getting Cody on the podcast probably. I'll probably end up doing it next week sometime when you're at work and I'm not working. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it'll be good. Cody's a cool cat. He, uh, I, I know Cody himself will not fire shots at anyone because he's a gentleman. I'm, I'm, I don't care. Um, but he used to run USPA for Indiana, and... Those meets were awesome, and Cody is very good about getting back with people, the gyms who are, th- like, he's very good at organizing this shit, Oh, right? it's amazing. It is amazing how big of a pain in the ass USPA is yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, they will not call, like, it's one of the reasons we went with this Fed is because, like, Cody got back with us and has his shit together, and USPA, who is the biggest federation in the U.S., and has a huge following in Indiana, cannot return a fucking email to get paid. Jesus Christ. And and there's specific individuals that are responsible for that and dropping the ball, and they need to step their game up, dude. Because I like USPA. I've competed USPA. I've been to IPL Worlds. Like I've You've competed USPA a lot. I mean, yeah. I'm I like IPL the federation as a whole. But, like, oh, my God, if your local state people cannot run shit, I will never until that changes. I am not doing a USPA meet. It's ridiculous. Right, right. Yeah, no. I um and he, I talked to Cody a little bit more, and yeah, he 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 basically he's he gave me the same thing. He said that. 
you know, and I hate to throw people under the bus, but and this just to be clear, this is not Cody throwing people under the no. bus. This is me and Preston throwing this is, people. Yeah, under this the bus. is me kind of shitting on people for not being able to fucking do something. I guess when they hosted uh, uh, one of those USPA meets at Peak, um, it was just fucking. Ra- this is a uh, really. This is man, that sucks. Man, it was just USPA ran, was it, dude. It was like eight hours. It was like an eight hour meet for forty people. That's and it was ran really, really bad. I don't. And this, well, and, and this and is this that, is the word from other lift, lifters that were at that meet who yeah. have been at meets that Cody has ran. Yeah, it's it's when you can apples. If you've been to USPA meets run by Cody, and you're comparing it apples to apples to USPA meets, basically in the exact same area of the country in the exact same state run by other people, and you can tell that big of a difference. There's a problem. Man, well, I've been to, because uh, I've been to USPA meets in Ohio. I've been a couple of them out in Ohio. Yep. And don't get me wrong, they do a really good job out there. Really run well. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Ohio, but um, Cody's faster. He's just on it with way, I mean, well, for me just, as a lifter, weigh-ins are more efficient. He's just easy to work with. Fast. He's just easy to work with. Um from the gym owner standpoint, too. Now, I don't own this gym, but I kind of like pointed them to various people and organizations that could run the gym, and their feedback is is the feedback I've heard time and time again with Cody is like he is on top of stuff. Um, yeah, he, and that's that's all you need from a federation. That. You need you need responses. You need like help for organizing things in an ideal manner. Since you're the federation chair and you've done this shit before, like you should know and have suggestions and be able to get back with people. Well, and 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 safety. You know, and because we do not want a 2018 IPL war or IPF Worlds shithole of why. If um, you all have not seen this, you need to YouTube 2018. Yeah, I think it was 2018 when uh, Ray Williams had what was it, eight nine hundred on the bar, and he like fucking walked it out. And because they're using a power bar, it is all whip. It is right, all whipped, right, so he's walking the thing out, and it's whipping, and, dude, whipping, Sumner and it whipped has to right do off that his back, too, which is crazy. It whipped right off his back. Or My issue with that like meet is they had they had like people squatting into the eights, into the nines, and they had spotters that looked like sixteen year old, hundred and forty pound kids trying to spot these. There were there was one lift in particular was over nine hundred, um, maybe mid eights. I don't know. It was a heavy freaking squat, and. Uh, Dude went down with it, came up a little bit, stuck, started coming back down, and like they were trying to help him lift it back up. And there was a back spotter, and there was, I think there was only like one spotter on each side, which is stupid anyway for that big oh, of a Jesus squat. Christ. Don't, I mean, you'd have to go watch the video. Yeah, it's been a while. There I, may I have been four, but like the whoever was spotting and the, the person squatting trying to push it up while getting help, it didn't go. And the dude had to like, fucking bail on it and dive out in front of it to get out from under the bar. I I do vaguely remember this. I'm like, this is not a good look. It's not good if that happens at a local meet, but at the same time, at a local meet, it's pretty rare to see that heavy of a squat, so I can understand that it may happen. And it's like, okay, local meet, maybe it's harder to find volunteers, so you take what you can get, and it may be a high school kid or something. But this was world's. This was from the organization that's like, we're the best organization in the U.S. We're we're the best lifters. We're the best drug-free organization. In the and, world. And it was right. worlds, <sighs> and you couldn't get, like, 200-pound dudes to, like, help? Are you serious? Yeah, it's, it's worlds. embarrassing. And you know what? People I'm, from other countries came here to do that. <laughs> right. You know what? And 
You know, you know. Since we're on the topic of IPA, the IPA, the yeah, worms, I was hoping you'd pick that transition. <laughs> um, I mean, I haven't. I didn't know if you got the chance to dig into it. I did dig into it quite a bit. Good. Can you can you learn to me of it? Because so, I I so went home and took a nap. <laughs> USAPL, the premier drug free powerlifting federation in the United States. Which honestly, I would agree with. I have my issues with them, but not on the drug testing side. It's more on the why don't you use a squat bar when you have dudes in single ply squatting twelve hundred pounds? I mean, or it, or like, why don't you use? Why are you not using a deadlift bar? Like, just yeah. why not? Like, it's like it's like little ticky tacky bullshit. Or why can't? Why is your squat consistent? Like depth consistent? Or why so bad? Or why if someone decides to compete in drug tested USPA meet? They're banned for twelve months and can't compete in your organization. Even, even if, if they, they went, passed, uh, even if they clean. went yep. drug tested, yeah. just some of like the administrative bullshit they impose, I think is stupid. So I choose to put my money elsewhere. Um, but sorry, that's neither here nor there. Abolish the USAPL. But um, they put out a press release. Was it this morning or last night? Um, actually, I think it was a couple days ago. Okay, so they put out a press release relatively recently. And it's it basically says they're banned. USAPL is banned from the IPF, which is basically their their world's organization, and USAPL is the country organization for the US. They feed into IPF Worlds. IPF Worlds said you're banned for twelve months. And USAPL put out a press release saying, Hey, we got banned because we test too often. Yeah, and I, I so before we go into it <laughs> Okay. I dug into this. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, and I haven't had a chance to dig, and I'm glad you dug because, holy shit. Okay. So if. First of all, shots fired. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a big, that's a big statement considered up until last year, those were the players. Like, right. that was the Premier League, like the best of the best. Were there, in, in my opinion, I, some of the best lifters well, of all time? And are I would IPF. say, if you are looking for the best drug-free lifters, that's where they are. Yes. I'll give them that hundred percent. You look at drug-tested numbers in any other federation; they're not they're not anywhere close. No, they're just not. Because if you want to be the best in the world in a drug-free environment, that is the federation you go to because that's where the people are. Right. Um, so, I mean, yeah, hats off to them. Like, that's that's a good place to be, right? Like, you're the place to go for that kind of competition. More power to you. I wish you weren't a dick, but, like, more power to you. Right. Um, so, so, yeah. so they're like, we test too much, and that's why. Now, there has been a ton of rumors in the past um, about – and I mean, people have been quoted as saying, so we have USADA, that's the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency. Mm-hmm. You know, Russia has RUSADA, right? Like, that's the Russian Anti-Doping Agency, or what, I don't know if that's that the That right. does not exist. They don't, but they don't drug test in it, Russia. It exists, <laughs> but they're not trying to catch their people. They're trying to win, right? Right. And and the people have been quoted, lifters and and officials from those organizations have been quoted as saying things like, yeah, you're the only country that tries to catch your lifters. Which, the whole purpose is to catch your people who are cheating. Right. Like, that's what that organization should be there for. So there's been a bit of a um, a history, whether true or not, there has been allegations of other countries' anti-drug agencies, you know, kind of 
letting some stuff slide. Well, yeah, you know that, and that's that's totally true. Remember, and uh, USAPL, the, remember the Russian um, to their Russian yeah. doping scandal they had back the Icarus what? thing. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. I mean, it's state sponsored dro- it, doping. That is a real thing. It's a problem. Like, like when I joked, uh, I don't remember. I joke, I joke all the time about the podcast on the podcast about this. Like when I go out and go to London and compete against them doped up Russians, right? Like, hopefully. Yeah, and know, I mean, they, good luck for me. They will likely be tested on that day, but they know what day they're going to get tested, well, and they're yeah. going to figure it out. And, and the U.S. and USADA specifically is very good about showing up at 6 a.m. on a Thursday to your house with ready for well, you to pee in fuck, a cup. Blaine Sumner, well, they don't even, Blaine, they don't even pee, Blaine Sumner doesn't pee in a cup. They, blood, they, yeah. they take his blood. Yep. Um, my buddy, John North, I know I name-dropped him earlier too, but he competed weightlifting and national champ back in 2010 has won american open a number of times he's he's he was a good weightlifter back in the day still not bad but that was kind of at the peak of his career he was getting tested at least once a week at random fucking times like they'll jump in the gym they'll not, like you have to have whereabouts form where you say hey from this time to this time this is where i'll be and you give them your schedule on like a monthly basis of everywhere you're gonna be yeah. so they can find you oh god oh god i could never do that because <laughs> i don't plan my days like that i'd be screwed right. and if you miss a certain if you don't show or like they can't find you a certain number of times you'll get a ban for two years or something like that. If you fail to fill out your whereabouts form, you'll get a two-year ban. God, that's so after, after you after you fail to fill it out like three times or something. Like on the third time, you're gone. Um, so so you, you all this is to say, USADA, who uh, USA weightlifting and USA powerlifting both utilize. They take their drug testing serious, and they're af- they're out there to catch people. The USADA agents get bonuses if they catch people, so they're incentivized to make sure people are not cheating. So a, you know what, and you know what, in my opinion, drug, whether what, whatever your viewpoint is on drug testing, um, if you're in is, a federation that tests, don't be taking drugs. Yeah, you're a fucking. So that's idiot. the fucking rule. Like yeah. it is drug tested. You're Do not a be a bag. piece of shit. Um, and, and so I think that I am a hundred percent and. In support of the fact that the USADA takes it that damn seriously. And I think, fuck, and, the rest of the nation should am, do, too. And I am, too. And so that's basically the backstory to get people to realize there's kind of been some, you know, rumors that other countries don't take it seriously. And USAPL takes it real fucking seriously. So then when they got this ban, USAPL was like, oh, they just don't like that we test more than them, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's not the reality. They got their ban for not willing to comply with the kind of testing that the IP that WADA, World Anti-Doping Agency, and the IPF want to use. Now, here's why. And I see both sides to this. So the tests that IPF want are a lot more expensive. I don't know what all goes into it, but they're more money. They're like, hey, this is the level of quality of test we want over quantity. Like, we want to be able to catch... Every fucking well, cause, thing. Because the WADA is the one that catches the picograms. Yes. And and that makes sense. You know what? So, and so it, it does make sense. That so, makes so sense. That so they test, want us to not be fucking constantly testing these people. That test will... I can understand ...will that. pop people for more stuff than than the test, from my understanding, that, that USADA uses. But the cost, from what I was reading, is about 20 times what their current testing is. So they will not be able to test as widespreadly. So USAPL's argument is like, dude, yeah, the test is better, 
but we're not going to keep as many people honest. People aren't going to be worried about getting tested more than once a week if they're good. So they're going to try some shit. I mean, that's a double-edged sword because then you can say, well, yeah, they're going to try some shit. And cool, because we're going to catch them. We're going to catch them eventually. And people try some shit now and get caught. Well, Um, fuck, what was it? That was one year, two years ago. The guy from Canada got busted for uh, SARMs. Yep. That was in his protein. I'm like, bro, where the fuck are you getting your protein? Like, and pr- there, so there was there was some others. And so, on one hand, I get that they're like, dude, we want our people so scared of getting caught because they know there's a good chance we're going to test them. That will help police it better. And the, but the other side is like, yeah, but if they're on GH, you ain't going to catch it on that. Right. So they'll just move to the drugs that are undetectable with that test or whatever they are. I don't know a ton about the the testing protocols they use, but there's stuff that won't pop you on the tests they currently use. So WADA wants them to use tests that will pop for things they can't catch right now. They're more expensive, so you're not going to be able to do it as much. And then, you know, if, say, the IPF is being a little shady, they're like, okay, so worst case scenario – it's expensive to get this done, so we're only going to be able to test this many people. So this is how many people are going to suck. We'll pick people not at the tip top of right. the of the thing. So it, I can see how you could abuse it to allow more cheating too. So here's my philosophy when it comes to testing, um, and of course I do not don't compete. do it. Right? No. So <laughs> <clears throat> so first of all, don't be a fucking cheating asshole. But in my opinion, if you're setting a national or world record. Instantly, you should have to get drug tested. Yep. To, if you if like you want your name on a record board, you have to get drug tested. You got to make sure there's no asterisks. Yeah, like no 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 ifs ands or buts. Mm-hmm. There you go. I completely agree with the IPF's decision that because the USAPL will not uh, adhere to their testing policy, they are kicked out and banned. Right. I really do because I think I agree. basically the USAPL is like, yeah, we're gonna test a ton of people, but and, and we're gonna we're gonna be the premier testing federation. But they're not really the premier testing because they're not testing for everything. And, well, and it denatures the quality of the sport. Regardless, let's say hypothetically the test they're using does catch everything and they do it more. If you want to be playing in the IPF right. and they say, hey, you have to follow these WADA guidelines and you say, I'm not going to do that. Why would they let you in that organization? Right. Like, it's it's like any private industry. Here's the criteria to work with us. Well, we're not going to do that, but we still want to work with you. Cool? Right. No, not cool. Fuck off. Like, right. like that's essentially what happened. Right. And and the, the thing is, and this is why I don't support the USAPL, and I think it is a terrible federation, because their athletes are hung out to dry. Yeah. Their they, athletes have all been hung, left hung out to dry two years in a row well, because they pay their USAPL membership fee mm-hmm. and then they pay their IPF membership fee, mm-hmm. both of which are really fucking expensive, like over 200 bucks a piece. That's crazy. Like, so the USAPL is a fucking money-hungry entity because what is it? How much? It's like 200 plus thousand dollars or 250 grand to get your equipment approved. Right. And then... Ugh, don't get me started and on so, that. So, so this is the federation that is... Whatever the hell they want to call it, they're getting and then, a little too greedy and they're and, getting and, blowback. Well, because they were, uh, they were, they had released a if you compete in a te- a uh, a meet that it has a payout, instant ban. Remember, that's so stupid. So, so, so they, that because that was when they also put out the if you compete in a non-tested federation or in a non-tested fe- thing, you've got a ban for a little while. You know what else was going on? If 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 you go to a meet 
Oh yeah, and you can't take pictures at their meets. And they this is when they release these weird ass rules. What? Yeah, at one time, like you couldn't take videos of the of the lifters um, at the meets. Like you had to have special because they had they probably had photographers. They yep. wanted you to pay for it. Yeah. Do it. So yeah. So fast that, forward, man. They, this ain't, before this they ain't they a professional the, sport. This ain't right. a job that pays you. Right. It's a hobby. Right. So they fast forward the day before they did their press release about being banned or whatever you want to call it. They said, oh, yeah, we're going to be doing a pro-am. Remember I showed you? Right. With $200,000 cash prize. So I'm like scratching my head thinking, wait, didn't you guys a couple years ago just ban your athletes for competing uh-huh. in, a, in, in meets that have payouts? Well, and so because they, have, you they said started it having... denatured the quality of the – or the whatever. Which is the stupid. Amateurity, which I hate that fucking phrase. It, like – I just don't understand. They used to have a thing, too. So Eddie Cohen used to run around and do a shit ton of seminars, right? Oh, he can't do seminars for them. Well, he can't. He can do seminars. He can't do them for them because they banned him back in the day. Yeah. Well, it, I think he but, said that if you interacted with Eddie Cohen. Yes. That so, if, like, you went so to a seminar that was, was hosted by him, like, you got, like, a ban. Yeah, it was, like, 2014 to, like, 2016 or so. He was doing a shit ton of seminars. And USAPL lifters wanted to go and learn from... Arguably the best powerlifter ever. Right. Right? Because knowledge he, is I mean, kind of cool. Yeah. Like, why would you not want to? And USAPL put out a press release that said, hey, if you are found to have gone to one of these seminars, you will be banned for even associating with the best motherfucker of all time. That right. tells you everything you need to know about a federation. Right. Like, you know, yeah, I, I remember that because I think I learned, heard that on. Well, it's not a plug anymore because this doesn't exist. The PowerCast. Yeah, I, 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 he was on the PowerCast because he was at one time a frequent flyer of the PowerCast. Yeah, you know what the crazy thing is? You know where he lives? Lives up Chicago. Yeah, he fucking lives like an hour and a half away from us. Yeah, I don't know why we've never tried to like go up there. He and follows the- me to every convention I go to. I always see him. I'm like, dude, Ed, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, he's um, like, Dan, what's up? I'm like, dude, I just talked his, to you uh, like last where, year, where man. Is his gym. <laughs> the gym he trains at is uh, he trains at a couple different ones. He was at quads for a while. I'm trying to think, um, he, he, the one where's the one that looks like a freaking dungeon? It's like brick walls and shit. I can't remember. I don't remember off the top. Of my there's head, there, there's some like really cool gyms in Chicago, and hey, you, you'd never guess it. Hey, full disclosure: Ed Cohen does not follow me to um, events and does not say "Oh, hey Dan," and I do not ignore him if that would ever happen. Just full disclosure. Yeah, they don't want. I don't want people to think I was big time in the goat. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If 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 the goat and I were on texting terms, that would be dope. That would be like that would be dope. So, yeah, definitely. Um, hey, real quick. So, um, World's Strongest Man put out a post, and I sent it to you earlier, about, uh, you know, there was a – there's a lot of injuries in World's Strongest Man. Yeah, so strong man hurts. So, they put out a post and said, if you could go back in time and give one strong man an injury-free career, who would it be? You have a much more extensive I had, strong man So, you asked me this idea. earlier, and I didn't even have to think for, like, half a second. Big Z – had a pretty bad back injury, um, maybe like four years ago or so. Um, uh, at the Arnold, yep. Yeah, and so there was a time at the Arnold when they were doing the bail tote, and it was like, God, 1,500 pounds, 1,600 pounds or something. And he kind of had a back issue before that, but that that ended the career of 
a few strong. I was going to say no. That one was. I remember that now that you said. I'm pretty sure because that, there that was that retired. Was one, that retired Mike Burke, I think. Yeah. Um, um, was that the one that Martinez? No, there was like Martinez got hurt. Oh, is that on the one yep. Martinez yep. got hurt? And he re- he was relatively injury free. Well, because he, was, was, he was he was getting so good, he hadn't been hurt. Yeah, because he had one World's Strongest Man that. Well, and so year, here's the other right? thing: like Big Z has uh, had competed like 25 years in strongman at that point, and uh, the, he'd done some interviews about like, man, how how'd you stay in the s- sport of strongman that long, like, and stay relatively healthy? And he's like, it just wasn't this heavy, like. Strongman has gotten so heavy, and they've kind of peeled it back a touch because right. I think they realized they were they were, they were ending careers. Right. Um, plus, it is not fun to watch the bail tote when it's like who can pick it up and lunge forward half a step more times than the other guy. No one really like picked it up and fucking ran with it. Right. I, I think like for it, me uh, when I lo- think of like some of my favorite. Uh, Strength sport like type things like that. I would think stones. I, I don't know why. You know, stone to shoulder, who's the felt stone? Like I think of um very like Icelandic um I uh, yeah, Icelandic stuff. Um you know, where they have the, the you carry your stone around a pen to become a man kind of deal. Yep. Like like that strong man. Like, yeah. Are you a man? Can you pick up this well, odd so, object and walk around in there a There was circle? a weird, in. So if you look at strongman kind of before Eddie Hall was good. So even the first couple of years Eddie Hall was in it, like 2012, 2013. Stuff's heavy. Yeah, but it ain't a powerlifting meet. We're not finding one rep maxes. No, it's like here's something that's here's a 350 log. Let's do it from floor to overhead for a minute. Right. That is not a huge log weight. Like everybody will at World's Strongest Man will be able to get that, you know, six, seven times, right? But who can do it twelve? Right. That's so how you it was know who it was win. kinda like kinda like that adrenaline rush of CrossFit, but with cooler looking stuff that was heavier. Right. right. Um and and they they'd have, you know, max deadlift every now and then things like that, but but it wouldn't be like nine hundred squat well, for for one or two reps. It would be like a seven fifty squat for like eight. You know, well, and I think I remember Brian Shaw talking about this because he always does uh, World Strongest Man and the Arnold Classic, and he was talking about which one he liked more. And he said, "Well, it's hard to give an answer because they're different. They're different. Arnold is much heavier. Oh yeah, the apparatus well, at the Arnold and are part much of that heavier. is they don't have the space, right? right? So if it's smaller space, you're not going to move stuff as far, so it has to be heavier, um, right?" But, yeah, man, I think it took a big turn when Eddie Hall started really showing up as being very statically strong, right? Right. Um, now, bear in mind, at this point, Big Z had already overhead pressed a 500 log, so right, why right. are we fucking talking about Eddie Hall? Right. So, I um, don't know. I would... But that's probably the biggest reason. Eddie Hall is good. Eddie Hall is one strong, world's strongest man, first man to ever deadlift 500 kilos. I'm not saying he's not good and he's not strong. I'm just saying if Zadrunas did not have a back injury, he would have been competing when Eddie Hall was competing, uh, when when Eddie Hall was good cuz Zadrunas kind of phased out like the year before Eddie Hall started getting good. Yeah. And then everyone kind of forgot about Big Z, but like I just he would kick the shit out of Eddie Hall. I Eddie like Hall, Big Eddie Z. Hall in his prime, Big Z in his in his prime, you know, static strength. Eddie maybe would have him on the deadlift, 
but not even like on log press. There's nothing. No, well, on on moving events, there's nothing. Well, like, it depends like on what, what which which Eddie you're getting, um, because 500 kilo Eddie. And like five hundred kilo Eddie probably couldn't move a farmer handle a hundred foot. Right, like 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 I'm yeah five hundred kilo Eddie versus five hundred kilo Eddie is the only guy that could compete with Zadrunas in his prime strength wise. Right, like Eddie Hall had to focus so heavy on his strength, and God bless him, that was his goal. Right, like he's like my goal. I want to deadlift five hundred kilos. Right, I will do whatever it takes to do that, and he did. Fuck yeah. None of this is a slam, Eddie. It's just because his fans are such dickheads. <laughs> I just want his fans to like... Shut the fuck not up. Not his fans, because I'm an Eddie fan. His fanboys, his like ball ball cuppers, I want them to like go away. <laughs> <laughs> and they won't, even though it's not the deadlift record anymore. Right. Oh, well, Thor's deadlift wasn't... You know, at a com- at a full strongman competition. You know what? Eddie Halls was at a full strongman competition, but he only did the deadlift, so his yeah. wasn't either. Like, yeah. come on, guys! Like it's, yeah, it was done to standards. It was on like an eight second fucking satellite delay. Like, right? Like, Jesus, fuck people. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah. Short answer: Big Z. Big Z, really? Yes. You you wouldn't go back even deeper into some like the older guys who had some major injuries back then. I mean, unless you're talking like. I'm thinking like John, John Paul not not, yeah, not, dying, not dying in the gym. But you that, said injury free, not right, they didn't free. die. <laughs> I think I think yeah, that's I think that's the only answer I have. Like if I was to pick one, it would be John Paul not dying of a ruptured aorta in the yeah. fucking gym. You know what? If I gotta well, go, I would I would not you know hate to go with a ruptured aorta. If we're if we're adding dying people to this list, I would change if it was dying or injury free, you had to pick one one dude to save from injury or death to see what they would have done. Mike Jenkins. Yeah. I, Mike Jenkins burst onto the scene. He won the forgot. Arnold. Um, he made finals his first year ever at World's Strongest Man. Um, actually, his his wife is actually now Brian Shaw's wife. Carrie Shaw? Yeah, that happened after Jenkins died, though. But, yeah, that, that was his wife. That was Jenkins' wife. I didn't know that. Um, but that's weird. I'm, and I met him once, and he's like super fucking nice guy. Honestly, any of these guys you meet in person are they're super all cool. so nice. Um, yeah, and I just feel like he had like a like a two or three year strongman career, and like off the bat was one of the best guys, one of the most. He he was he was one of those like built huge six six four hundred pound dudes, right? Like he was a big dude, and he was. Very, he moved very well, very athletic, and he died like seventeen or eighteen or sixteen, somewhere right around there. He died like on Thanksgiving. You know, I and, remember that. I do dude, remember that I, I would have, because that I would have really like fucking deal. I really would have liked to see what he would have done if he had another ten years in the sport. Right, I, I do remember that. That was yeah. just a big deal. I remember what the fuck was I doing? Because I was during. Uh, it was right after I finished college, so I was... I was married at the time, so it was probably like 2016. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think it was right after I finished college, or right as I was finishing college, and I was trying to figure my own way out, or my way around the world. Um, yeah, and that was that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Official answer, Mike Jenkins. Mike Jenkins? Okay. If we, take, if we put death on the table. Um, yeah, if we put death on the table. Um, Jean- then I feel bad, because then Shaw wouldn't have his, his cute little kids. Shut up. Um, I, I still say John Paul just because 
his career was so promising. Yeah, because he was he was he was so young, and well, I think he was in his twenties, wasn't he? Or is it, did I'm he, pretty. Yeah, I, think I mean, he 20s. was young. Yeah. He was I mean, really I think young. Jenkins was too, or like super early thirties. But, but think back, like what kind of ripples he would have made, though. Like, like what kind of influence and he would. I he mean, have he's had? like because like you've got a lot of. He's Bill like K- the reason Magnus for Magnuson went in it, right? And like basically, the reason Thor went in it, so right? Like in Iceland, I feel like he did make the ripples. Well, well, exactly, and maybe you could make the argument that because he died, it made it popular, or. Yeah. Do you think he might have? Because I think he he trains at John Paul's gym, or Thor used to train at John Paul's gym. Um, I think that's how it was. I don't know. We need to go to Iceland. I know. Yeah, we do. I I know. Every time I look at a flight to London, Dan, did you know that the layover is always in London in Iceland? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Or at least the ones I looked at. Maybe I'm flying on some cheap airline, Spirit or whatever the hell the one is that they make fun of on Family Guy. Where there's plane crashes Ugh, and stuff. Yeah, I is mean. Uh, yeah, no. Um, the layover was in Iceland, and I think the longest at one was like four hour layover there. Uh, I was like, "You're like, how long do I need to go I was move like, the Husafell?" I was like, "How fucking long can I have a layover in Iceland?" Um, God, that would be that would be insane. I would love to go to Iceland. Let's do it next like, year. We're like, going. Where's uh, where's Highland Worlds or Highland Games at? Scotland. I mean, we go Skyland too. I mean, yeah, they got. Uh, I plotted out like seventeen manhood stones, like on a map, and I made like a, a driving route one year. We should go do it. I, I'd yeah. do the Denny's. I would try to do the Denny's. Yep, Denny's usually floating around there at some point. Yeah. I, oh my god, Scotland's cool. How heavy there. are the Denny's again? Are they? Each- uh, it ends up being like seven thirty, seven forty total. I was gonna say I couldn't um, remember if it was three hundred pounds so or three hundred kilos. A piece. One's like one's like. Four ish and one's like three fifty or something like that. Yeah, so I could, it's, I could do it. It, it. One is heavier and one's lighter. Um, they're small rings. Um, I, I mean, feel you, like that would be, be the fine. hardest part is holding on to the damn you'd rings. Be fine. It's it's like a uh, it's like Jefferson deadlifting a trap bar. Yeah, essentially. I I, I know. I, I really really want to do it too. I've always wanted to do the Denny Stones because I think. I don't know. That's like like or like the Husafell stones that yeah. have in Iceland. It's just one of those. The Husafell is on my list for sure. Like if you're, if, as a person who is a fan of strength sports in general, regardless of the genre or the specialization, you, there are just certain things you want to go see, right? You know, and those and those are the ones that I really really want to go see. Um, so I cannot. I hope I can get to still go to go to London. Um, so actually, I was just talking with. Uh, my girlfriend actually about whether or not I should come up with a contingency plan for London. Um, yeah, because if I'm going to be spending all this time prepping for this meet, um, I would be very angry, very angry if I did not have a contingency plan of w- what meet w- I would do as a replacement. Um, because I'm not a big mock meet guy. Right. I'm well, I'm an inv- I'm an environment guy. Yeah, you definitely thrive on the atmosphere. Yeah. So I would lifting have to in a gym f- by yourself is not that. It, it, I mean, it, I, I've had good numbers by Plus, myself, but like, if you're gonna have you know PR numbers, like it's nice for them to actually count somewhere. Right. You know? Well, that's my thing. Is I'm like, well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna have to find a meet. I think there is, you know, it's funny the the week right after uh, IPO Worlds is um, that. 
Highlander we were talking about at December 5th or whatever. Oh, yeah. I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'll just do the Highlander randomly if I do it. Um, I think there's a couple powerlifting meets in Ohio, though. That's like in Florida. I just don't... I I just... I'm old and I don't feel like traveling right now, I think. That's a very... I don't know how that would be out there in Florida. Florida... Well, Florida in December's not that bad, though. I, um... Ooh, this just in. This news... News... This just in. So, John Hack, of course, I am apparently a John Hack fanboy, and I didn't really really realize it. John Hack has, um... Basically been spitting fire about his prep. So he just posted today. Um, basically, someone basically called out his squat saying it was shitty. Um, and, yeah, someone called out his, yeah, his squat. Yeah, a 800-pound squat. Well, he doesn't. His, it's only 760 and said he should switch to low bar. Um, so John Hack's basically like, fuck that guy. Um, hit a PR single of 760. And he's like, oh, yeah, feeling comfortable. And then you add that to his bench top single today or this week of 573 and his top uh deadlift single this week of 892 and he's like well and just like that i have a 22 26 total if i can hit them all now he is i think um i'm gonna double check i think he's a couple he's six weeks out he was six weeks out last yeah five weeks out uh, or four weeks out sorry so yeah, he's about five, four or five weeks out, and with twenty two hundred pound total and a good taper, um, that'd be a humongous uh, total. I think that'd be the biggest one ninety eight. It would be the biggest one ninety eight total um, that there currently is, wrapped or unwrapped. Currently, um, Chad Penson has that biggest uh, one ninety eight total. Did you know that? Yes, because um, well, I, mean, I uh, didn't know that. I don't really follow the one ninety eight. Well, well, yeah, I know because you're. Well, I don't really boys. follow powerlifting other than me because but um I'm yeah well and i didn't know that cody because cody actually was talking and i were talking about that um and then right after i got done with talking with cody john hack did that post and i was like huh um so yeah, yeah so cody's what is cody like top 10 cody is i don't know he just got a 1950 it's gonna update um let me look that up real yeah, he's quick. he's up there on the list yeah he is um, um but yeah here, i just don't understand how like some random dude on the internet is literally telling the best 198er of all time. And if he keeps it up for another like five years, arguably the goat of powerlifting, right? Like, I feel like that would be fair to say he set a million records and set the world on fire in a drug free organization. Now he's stealing everyone's lunch money in non-tested federations. Like uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day that Eddie Cohen was on and they were talking about like, Hey, who do you think is like, taking you out of the equation like who's the goat and ed himself was even like honestly like i think a big part of it isn't just like who's the best it's who's the best and stayed whipping everyone's ass for the longest and he basically said himself that like you know give it some more years and john hack would be that guy and that's coming from the goat like (laughs) All right, so uh, Cody, because Cody just competed first. Uh, big shout out to him. He's been chasing a 500 bench forever. Like, I think a three years he's been chasing. Yeah, it. Yeah, he, he chased it longer than I did. <laughs> well, because he's well, cause at, he at 198, hit he'd hit it in meet and and uh, not in meet in uh in the gym many many times. Right, he just couldn't get it there on the meet. So Cody is total wise tied for uh, 25th. Okay, so total-wise. I knew he was up there. And and that's a 1950 total. 
at 198. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's pretty good. And 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 then obviously he's within 10 kilos of or 15 kilos of the next uh the top 20. Well, and he missed his And he missed his squat too. His third squat which would have added probably right. another 10 kilos, right? right like right. it was no. it was at least it was like a 749 is what he missed and he hit like a what like a 720 or something like yeah. that. So Yeah, so it's not that would have put him up another notch too, right. but I mean shoot an 8 for 9 lift at that level is pretty freaking right substantial so, you know and wraps and raws because that's what we're gonna we're looking at for cody um, yeah because he's done both to be in the top 10 you have to have a 900 kilo uh total to what be is in the top that? 10 what does that mean in Nine, pounds yeah i know cody's i don't know what he did but for some reason um he said that his comes up in pounds on yeah. that website but i don't know how he did that uh i think it's one of the filters 1980 up. 1980, so he was literally 30 pounds off of, of squeaking into that top 10. Right. Which basically would have been his missed squat. But he would have had to have a perfect day, which is right. after I you're, after you're relatively strong, um, it's hard to have a perfect day. No, yeah, that's yeah, it's almost a fucking impossible. Yeah, unless you just severely under, like, put your lifts way lower than they should be, and then you're leaving pounds on the platform, which isn't good either. But Yeah, never leave pounds on the platform. I've done that. That makes you feel terrible. Um, so yeah, I mean, wow, we're already pumped through there. I didn't. Even, we haven't even talked about a movie. We really. talked a little briefly. Did yeah. you watch anything? I I didn't watch. I didn't watch anything okay. worthy. I haven't. It's been a crazy week for me. Holy I mean, crap. I touched on Wrath of Man and Mortal Kombat, but yeah, but we didn't. We didn't like dig into like any Marvel or DC superhero movies. What? Oh, Spider Man Far From Home uh, just got released. Did you watch it? I mean, we're running, it's, we're running it's short released? on time. Yeah, the, it's no, out? no, 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 no. The trailer, the teaser trailer. Oh yeah, I did broke see that. like insane records too. So I, I don't know how I feel about it. Don't I'm get me wrong. I fucking I'm, love. I love Spider Man because it's I got miss, Tobey Maguire. In I miss it. Tobey Maguire. I do miss Tobey Maguire from Spider Man One and Two, not Three. But I feel like that's pretty unanimous. I feel like he would agree with that too. Um, but I do. Not care for Andrew Garfield. The yeah, the the one that had Emma Stone in it. Oh yeah, the Amazing Spider Man. He, he was like, he was like, I'm a hipster and I'm cool. And I'm like, no, you're, you're Peter Parker. You no, can't, Peter Parker you can't, can't be cool. Do that Peter Parker is not cool. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm excited to I, see it. It'll be fun. I, I I hope it's not so many characters that like the movie feels shallow. Well, so that's I'm, my only fear. I don't know how I'm. I'm interested to see how this is going to go because they did that with Spider Man three. Remember, they had three bad guys. You yeah. had Venom, you had Sandman, and then you had uh, what the fuck else was it? Um, uh, Ro- or not Gob- Robin? That's wrong genre. Um, Man, I don't even remember. Harvey Har- um, Osborn. Um, what's his fucking name? Wow, I'm a terrible Marvel fan. That's why DC's better. Was he Hobgoblin? Yeah, it was Hob. I think it was Hobgoblin. Yeah, because Green Goblin was Willem Dafoe, which oh my oh god, my god, I'm excited for him to be in the new one. Is he in it? Well, his laugh is in the trailer. I yeah, I'm gonna have to watch the trailer again. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is the Willem Dafoe yeah. is probably spot on for Goblin yeah. too. Um, um, did you? Did you see Spider-Man Into the Multiverse? It was yeah. an animated one. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. It was really good. I love it. I, it, I so really it love it. it seems like they're going to do a live-action version of that. You know what? And honestly... <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm okay with it, too. Spider-Pig? Spider-Pig. Oh, I kind of am cool if that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, you don't like Spider-Pig? 
yeah, not so much. You know but what? I mean, you had the Loki alligator, so I mean, it's whatever. Right. You know, we made it all this way. Zero ad space. Oh, Jesus. You know, never going to make any money on this podcast. <laughs> I know, right? No, no one. We, uh, and you know what? We still haven't done. And this is, we'll have, we may just need to do a second special edition one of us just answering questions. Yeah, I'm okay with popping out, you know, a, a mini- bonus episode yeah. sometime. Because um, we do hey, have to ask, answer hey, some of those questions. Hello, friends. Please leave us a podcast review. We promise we'll get to them. I promise it'll make my heart full of joy. And that's honestly all you should need. Because if, if something made your heart full of joy, I'd do it for you. As long as it was like a review or something. Right. Um, but yeah, so other things you can do to help us out. So that's a huge thing. That's free. That doesn't cost you shit. Just cost you like two minutes on your phone. Do it. I don't even care what you say. Just put five stars on it. Make 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 an old man's day. Now... If you are flush with cash and just can't think of what to do with it, which I know we all are, right? So you can hop onto our Patreon, and for five buckaroos a month, you can support the podcast so we can keep, like, putting this stuff out, and I can keep buying cool things that make the podcast better, like this third mic set over here so we can have three people interviews. I got another slot for a fourth mic. We can have a party in here. And get you all involved. We can take calls, but like Ooh. I need to get that stuff first. So that'd be fancy. Feel free to do that. Now we do have a person who is on the strongman programming. We do offer thirty dollars a month template programming for strongman and powerlifting, and that is a heck of a freaking deal. These are programs from my brain. Powerlifting one maybe from Preston's brain. I don't know. We'll get someone on there and figure it out then. <laughs> but you will definitely get your money's worth on those. Um, we both know what we're doing. We both have gotten great results with stuff. So cough up some thirty buckaroos a month and get some damn results. That's, you know what? That's that's you know put that into a number. I mean, if we're gonna do five training sessions a week, that's like two bucks, right? right. Do the math. They're two and a half, three dollars. Like that's super duper cheap. Pretty goddamn good deal for some training. Like, trust me, you want training programming. Otherwise, you get hurt. Yeah. So I got hurt. Or if you get shitty training programming, you get hurt too. And this, this isn't that. So right, exactly. party on. Last thing, definitely give us a follow on Instagram at Meathead Chatter. You can find Preston at PSAC16. And you can find me at Strongman underscore Dan. Also, huge shout out, Cody. USPC and Fearless Fitness for hosting a awesome meet. Yeah, it was a great time. Um, big shout out to Fearless, uh, strongest gym in Tippecanoe County. I, you know, what, I'm just oh, going to start sure. calling that. I, I, I mean, if you think, and I will put this out there, if you think you're strong, strongest gym in Central Western Indiana. I don't even know. I, all I know is if you think you're strong, Central Northwestern Indiana. Um, Central, come come West train Northwest Indiana. Come train with. Uh, some people at that gym and Jesus Christ, <laughs> let me say something. Let me say my train of thought. If you think you're strong, come train it. Fearless fitness. And we'll put you in your place. Or if you want to be strong, we can make you strong or come show us what's up. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm oh, more than happy definitely to put people. me in my place. There are some definitely yeah. some strong ass motherfucking people in let's Indiana. Let's get some stronger people in there than us. So we got some shit to chase. Right. Yeah, man. That'd definitely be fun. Thanks for making it this far. As always, have a nice night. See ya.